Hey Fadies, thanks for listening to Chapter 4, Episode 4 of The Fate of Ison. This is the first part of another story in the world of Ison, this time highlighting a game that has been running for a few years now and that we've referenced several times in the podcast. This game has a big backstory and a long history, but here's a brief, and I mean brief, recap to get you up to speed. If you want a little bit more information, there's uh, quite a bit more about this uh, campaign and the characters involved in our wiki, ison.fandom.com. After rescuing the Prince of Palentia from bandits, a wizard named Kaidron Faust, a fighter named Rad Boomerang, a cleric named Sai, and a dragon-blooded sorcerer named Sasha Torchwood, were asked by a woman named Tarin to sail to the frozen southern continent of Magus. They were given a small glass orb that would aid them in finding a wielder who may be Ison's only hope against the cataclysmic power of the upcoming Surge. In Magus's frozen canyons, they found an ancient ruined temple of Freylan, the god of dreams and fate. In the ruins, they found a sack containing a large purple crystal, which gave them strange, possibly prophetic, dreams. Beneath the canyons they found a hidden city of dwarves, and Sai felt a powerful compulsion to stay with them and share the teachings of his faith. During an attack on the city from an army of undead, the heroes met an elf named Arathus Moonsword, aka Cloud, who had stowed away on an Arkvale ship and been left stranded and alone in the frozen canyons. Cloud decided to join the heroes on their quest to find the wielder. Along the way, they found a snow-buried structure resembling the head of a giant reptile roaring at the sky. Inside, they activated a strange ancient device that used holographic images to tell the story of dragons, huge creatures that disappeared many thousands of years ago, and explained Sasha's mysterious heritage. In the deep, deep south, they came across a jungle, and among the people living there was the wielder they sought, a young girl called Kailani. They convinced Kailani to travel back north with them, and along the way they were joined by a frost giant named Makariri, who had a powerful stone of his own that urged him to help them. The fate of the world could depend on this group of heroes getting Kailani north in time for the surge. Um, would all of thou, all of thee, uh, likest to introduce thine selves? Sweet! We'll, we'll start with uh, my top left on my on the on my screen, which is uh, Mr. Gerard Papu. Um, uh, that's weird because you all know me. Um, I'm Gerard. Uh, I'm playing the character Red Boomerang. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fighter. I, I named him after after my idol, um, Brad Zimmerman, who <laughs> I try to I try to live my entire life in his image. Um, and in keeping with that, I'm a very moral. Uh, very brave, uh, quite quite sad, uh, <laughs> sort of uh, character. He's always trying to do right, but also always ends up in violent situations. Cool. Uh, in my top right is uh, Oliver Probert, not to be confused with Oliver Scripps. Yep, the definitely. Oliver. Yeah, I'm the superior, but we won't get. Um, so I'm Oliver. I'm playing uh, a Rathus Moonsword or um, a Cloud, as he's known to the compatriots. Uh, mostly a good person. Prefers the company of animals and small creatures to actual people, elves, humans, or dwarves. But he likes the people that he finds himself with after being ripping, ripped from his home world and appearing somewhere else entirely. 
Cool. Uh, and my bottom left is uh, no, on the screen, not just in life. Is <laughs> <laughs> just arrange everyone you know into. Yeah. He's my bottom. <laughs> Craig, Craig Savage. G'day, I'd be delighted to be Brad's bottom in real life, particularly the left. Uh, I play the character of Kaidron Faust, or Kaidron, Kaidron, I can never quite make up which way the pronunciation is. He is a human wizard uh, who basically is a massive nerd who started off as a sort of travelling merchant, um, found a spell book, thought spells are cool, and is now sort of travelling around with these guys looking for new knowledge and slinging spells at things. Cool. And the bottom right is someone who is known to the podcast listeners already, uh, but this is a different character. Uh, Take it away, Lady. (laughs) Lady. (laughs) Lady. Did you forget her name? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he just doesn't know who I am now because I've just confused the crap out of him. So, hi, everybody. It's Jules back again uh, playing a brand new character, Sasha Torchwood, who is a wood elf sorcerer with a dragon bloodline kind of background. Super freaky and awesome. Yep, that's who Um, she is. Cool, yeah, so uh, this adventuring party is um, the... Do you remember where we were at, what we were doing? Frost Giant! Yeah. Frost Giant, uh, there was some combat. Uh, Frost Giant said that, Stone, tell me to find you. Stone, tell me to help you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys were being... uh, You guys were being pursued by a Frost Giant through the icy planes of uh, of magus and um th- this sort of matched up with the fact that um about four nights earlier um three out of four of you had had a dream that you were in this sort of terrain with a frost giant and with Kailani. and in the dream cloud was holding the giant purple crystal that the three of you who were having the dream had previously touched a long time ago um and a column of butterflies flew at him and then formed a tower and then he opened the door to the tower while the rest of you uh, let off some kind of battle cry uh, leading you to believe maybe you were going to fight this uh, frost giant but instead it introduced itself as Makariri the frost giant and told you all that he had a stone himself that told him to find you and help you then he helped you indeed against a giant ice golem that attacked you and you are now in the immediate aftermath of um, fighting that ice golem and Kailani, while you weren't paying attention, went into the uh, magical bag of holding that you've got and she extracted this purple crystal and is now holding it. That's right. That seems bad. Yeah. She's just sort of studying it, like just moving it around in her hands like, is this what you guys were talking about? Is the stone reacting in any way? Hmm. At a glance, I mean, you could roll like an arcana check or a religion check or something if you wanted to try and assess if something more than what you can see is going on. Um, yep. That's a Oh, I forgot to bring my dice. That's that's great. Nice. I got twenty-one. Yeah. What did you get, Cloud? Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. All all of you rolled high enough to you could you could sort of feel that something significant is happening like maybe it's radiating a, like a mild energy field you can't quite pinpoint like 
what it is. Like you can't see anything, but you can definitely feel that something is happening with that stone while she's holding it. Uh, given given that we know she's been, you know, she can kind of not suck up magic, but immediately learn any magic we see. Is it anything to indicate it's related to that? Or I suppose we would assume that. Um, yeah, I mean, you'd probably make that assumption. Seeing that, that 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 wouldn't be an unfair assumption for you to make based on what you've seen. We'll ask her what she's feeling while she's playing with it. <laughs> she feels good, bro. Like super good. I could tell. Mm, yeah, I feel that. Playing with it always makes it feel good. <laughs> Take it easy, bottom left. <laughs> yeah, just like to point out that she's how old is she? Um, like she's nine. Nine. So she um. So do you like ask her what? Oh, look, I'm kind of been shamed out of it now. So. <laughs> How does it feel while you're question. playing with it? I think was the question. What's that? I was just repeating it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast uh, guidance on Kailani in case she needs. A D4. To do something. To, yeah, oh yeah, essentially. <laughs> like, in case she needs, like, arcane help with whatever whatever she's trying to do with the stone. Sex magic! Yeah. <laughs> it, it, uh, it doesn't look like she's trying to do anything. She's just sort of assessing it. It's really big. Like, in her hands, it's like a child holding, like, the head of a lion. It's sort of this huge crystal. How heavy is it? Hmm. It uh, doesn't com- really com- yeah. comparably the same size as us holding a lion's head, I think he's trying to say. Yeah, it doesn't weigh all that much, but yeah, oh, her yeah, hands. And she's just right. sort of turn, turning it around, like looking at the edges and the angles and feeling it, yeah. like a child assessing a potential is, toy. Is, is the bag there? Yeah. Um, the the bag is just on the ground. Right, I I just pick it up and try to act like um, it's not that big a deal. I'm just like, hey, let's put this away. We need to keep moving again. She's like, what is this? You got you kept talking about it. Some kind of it, you had a dream or something. Oh, it's a, it's a it's a very magical rock, but um, I'm sure. And we, we found it with it butterflies, lots of butterflies. Huh? Oh, she's gonna want butterflies. She's like, what? She's like, what you... does it do anything? Well, we don't really know. What do you know. reckon it does, Kalani? I don't know. It's just shiny. I've never seen anything like it in the village. I mean, there's the stones that Davis has in in the chapel, but they're not, they're not like this. Yeah, but they're a little like that, actually. They're kind of like that. They're like half of the size of that. And then Makariri actually, like, leans down and holds out his, like, diamond shard. I'm like, yeah, like, it looks like that. The one that you have in the village. His is a lot smaller. Out of context. Sounds funny. Um, (laughs) You'd think. um, But, yeah, he holds it out and... (laughs) He just says something in like giant language. Just. I agree. Um, that sounds a lot like Hattie. So, Kaidron Ky- at the end of last one had cast tongues on the situation so he could understand the giant. I don't know if that's still going or not. Yeah, how, how long does it last? Um, oh, fuck the fun, Does speak with animals work with a giant? No, it's not an animal. It's racist. <laughs> Did, oh, I don't remember. It was so tongues long ago. Okay, then, yeah, I mean, because all you've done since you cast Tongues is you brought down uh, Liaman's tiny hut, 
then you were attacked by the ice golem and then yeah. in the immediate aftermath so you're still within that hour period yeah so to you um to your ears kaidron um you heard him say your, your stone look like me stone hear me stone and he's just holding it out for you to have a look at they look nothing alike like his is a diamond and it's more of an elongated shape whereas hers is just that like a huge purple uh like a well-cut diamond you'd see on display in a in a museum or something mm. yeah. right uh, also just so everybody knows tongues means that he can understand all of us and we can understand we can all understand him too oh, handy. oh okay. let's go so let's go Better than mine. You can understand him. Yep. Yep, and, and yeah, she just like almost like losing interest in the giant stone that she's holding. She sort of walks over to his and like takes a really close look, like uh, like almost putting her face against it, like trying to. Right. Really While she's assess doing that, it. I try to subtly, like he might take a chocolate bar off a child, just um, kind of just tuck it away in the in the bag of holding, but not with okay. any force, just like yeah. gently as possible. Okay, roll a sleight of hand. Um, I roll a 19 plus 2, so it's 21. Okay, hang on. Oh yeah, she gets, a, she gets a 6 to try and, uh, like, I guess, stop no, you. And, yeah, she doesn't at all. She's too uh, wrapped up in assessing this other crystal in the giant's hand. So yeah, you can easily slip the dream crystal out of her grip. So I'm, I just make a mental note to kind of keep that bag of holding on me. <laughs> yeah. You're normally the custodian of that anyway. So. Um. Yeah, so, um, Cloud, I don't... So you're the only person in this group who hasn't touched that crystal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Link. Have you seen it before now? I've talked about it. I don't know if you've seen it. You sort of... Yeah, we showed him I at the village. village. Yeah, no, we showed him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Before we left the village. So th- this isn't new to you. Well, he wasn't actually there. He wasn't actually there in the episode where we tried to make him hold it. Remember? Tried to make him hold it. Yeah, he, Oliver. Oliver himself wasn't actually playing in the episode where we talked about we should put it in his hand. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm bl- I'm totally blanking on that. That was so long ago. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. Have we still got the orb that color codes people? This compass orb, yeah. Yeah, I pull it out of my pocket if you ask that. Have we, have, I've actually got yeah. one. You've got one, and I've got one. I, um, mm. Sasha. Uh, have we looked at, at Makarari with it? Just in case oh, he's yeah. a wielder or whatever? Sure. Or a dragon. Dragon can. Do we know where Marakari got his stone from? You haven't asked. I suppose we'll ask him. Yeah, where did you get your stone from? Uh, he says, uh, this stone, me, family, many many years me take when stone tell me find you me find you did the stone talk to you before that stone always talk to giant stone make giant family tribe was tribe now tribe family wait most of the people in your tribe die or do they just get closer Warrior tribe defend brute wall that giant job. Huh. Stone stone make warriors family. Oh, that's What's nice. Brute wall. Did, did stone get you pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> me ex- me expecting it stones. 
That's gonna hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they can break that up now with Sona. Um, what? What? What's behind the wall? Yeah. Giant, not no. Giant guard, brute wall for many thousands years. Say elders. So <laughs> probably nothing now. <laughs> this sounds really Quite familiar. Way. Yeah. <laughs> How far away is your tribe? Are you guys called the Watch as well? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we're just roasting bread. <laughs> we're uh, taking inspiration from what you know, Brad, but for Jesus' sake. <laughs> this is not what you think. And yeah, it, this yeah. is this is completely original and it is not yeah, what you think what, whatsoever. This has nothing to do with uh, George R. R. Martin or <laughs> any of his works. Uh, I'm gonna up. have to cut this out. I don't know, have you read all of his works? Yeah. Apart from the, apart from the recent uh, sci-fi stuff, um, you watched the episode of Robin Hood? He did. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, um, maybe okay, that, maybe so I took that from this. I, I guess our group was kind of on the way to meet the ship, and the giant was kind of, I guess, going to help help us get there. So, are we? What do we want to do? Do we want to find out more about this brute wall and see what we do about that, or are we still planning nah. to? Get- so no, Kalani like, is our like, main priority right now. Yeah, we're gonna clear eyes, full hearts. Can't Been lose. Good job with that brute wall. So just keep up the good work, mate. Um, you're a cracker, and we're, yeah. we're gonna shoot off. But well, I mean, if um, he's how old are you? That's what ooh. Sasha asks. Makariri. Oh, what's your name? <laughs> and how old are you? Wait, what? Name. Do we know his name? No, yeah, you already know his yeah. name. You know his name. Oh, do we? Yeah. Um, Sasha wasn't paying attention. <laughs> when yeah, when Kodron first cast tons before we got attacked, he he introduced himself. He says that uh, he is uh, eighty-seven winters. It's always okay. winter here. Yeah, but you, there's a difference. There's like bad winter and not so bad winter. Mm. Winter is coming, yeah, but. Um, Anyway. Yeah, winter is um, coming. <laughs> it sure is. Shouldn't we um, get back on our path? Yeah. Anyway, I want to... But the reason I'm asking is because I'm, like, trying not to speak in pigeon broken English, but I'm like, you know of Surge. Ah. It says, uh, elders speak of magic Surge. Much magic destroy world. Can I survive? I point at Kalani... Oh, yeah. I point at yeah. I point yeah. at Kalami, Kalani with the stone in my hand, and I'm like, "She wield surge." Yeah, it glows bright red when you point the compass orb at her, and he his eyes go wide. He said, "She magic hold must protect, must get her to where we go." You see the the sort of the cogs turning in his head, and he he maybe puts two and two together as to why it was so important that he helps you. Yeah, I'm like I'm time we go, you know, like I'm trying to be like you come. <laughs> Stone. I love, I love it so far. He hasn't had a single problem translating us speaking in full sentences, but still we need to see the need to speak to him like he's a dude. Yeah, I'm trying not to, but it's really hard. To not want to reply in kind. He can understand, and you can understand him, so... Yeah. It's about empathy, man. (laughs) She magic hold. She much important. He's much important. 
Yes. She was, is a bit of a dick. Me stone, say, you stone, same. That's terrifying. That that stone? Well, our stones never talked to us. Yeah. I mean, maybe through dreams. Maybe the dream is from the stone. That's interesting. Mm. Mm. Wait, wait. We need to compass all of them. We don't know what compass yeah, yeah. is. So what happens if we stick the compass all facing at Makariri? Okay, so maybe I accidentally do that when I'm gesturing. Yeah, yeah. yeah nothing. Nothing. Okay. Just a dude. Just I, I look at it, I look at it and it just glows green. And I'm like, sorry, it was me. Sorry. <laughs> Typical. He doesn't, he, yeah, he doesn't know what the green means. It doesn't mean anything to him. Okay, so Makariri, Kailani, we've got to keep moving. Makariri, will, will you come with us? We we are protecting Kailani. That is what the stone wants, or seems to want. She's much important. Will you come with us? He, he nods and says, uh, yes, me help. Do you know the quickest way to get where we're going through these mountains and hills? Must get to the port. Uh, yeah. yeah, he explains to you, um, without me doing the dialogue, that um, he cannot venture into the uh, the fire caves, but he says if he, he could reach the shore by going over the top of the canyons, um, where you guys spent a few days. And yeah, he says that for him, the quickest way to the shore, to the northern shoreline, is to go over the canyons. Right. I wonder if we're better to go with him, guys, because the Dwarven thing had the whole war thing going on and taking Kailani down there might just, you know, probably the less people we see for now, maybe yeah. better. Not necessarily yeah. guaranteed not to run into issues going over the top, but we've got a fucking ice giant with us, which... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sad of not about not going back to Dala's apple basket, but yes, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you guys did leave your friends there. Um, Sai, the cleric, who was originally in your party, but then left to spread the teachings of Freylin to the dwarven people. And also, um, Sheen, the thief, who helped get you there in the first place. I hate both those characters. Yeah. Forgot about them. Oh, Sheen kind of lost her bottle a bit, huh? Yeah, she freaked out. Yeah, well, she's right. she, Yeah, she kind of lost her mind when she realized, like, that. that yeah, yeah, she suffered for a decade as a child for no good reason. That's right. Oh, yeah, that but, but uh, yeah, she, she seems like she's in good hands there, right? Yeah. Oh, they're good true. people. I mean, they just went through a very hard time a couple of days ago, but they're good people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't want to. Don't necessarily want to pick her up I think, if we go, do we? I think. Or do we? Do we want to get her back to the mainland? Yeah. Right. I don't know. I'm kind of like part of me is like. Um, I think she's a big enough girl. She could probably take I, care of it I, herself. I, yeah. Like she was a guide there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part it's of not like kind of it's not like that. It's not like there's no way out of there. Plus, no. it's warm in this pastry. When and well, Sly was pretty keen to stay there. He he made his own choice that he's kind of left the party and doing his thing. So going back and being like, hey. Plus, who would play him? I don't. Yeah. Who would play him? Exactly. Is that? Um, he would have been quite handy yeah. as a cleric of Freyland to ask about our dreams, but yeah, he would yeah. have. All right. Wait. Well, let's 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 tell the giant that we're going to follow him over the cliffs. Um, hope we don't freeze to death, but let's see what happens. 
Yep, Should we also that. ask if he can have a signal for us? Because I imagine he's going to be able to spot trouble faster than we can. Um, yeah, so you, you can ask him that, and he would say, you know, of course he will. I mean, he's like 25-ish feet tall, and he's used big. to this He's used to this terrain, so like he, he can absolutely keep an eye out a lot better than you could. Can he carry the five of us on his back? Just quick, just asking. He could probably very easily carry the five of you on his back. Oh, I and, just do that. I, I and run? Into a spider and just... Yeah. Bury myself in his bed. Sounds like you could turn into a bear. If you guys have got a plan, I'm all for it. (laughs) Is that an indignity for him? Uh, uh, Is indignity (laughs) a word that will make it through our language barrier? Um, No. Like, if we impress upon him, so if we say, look, we we need to get Kailani there fast, and you know the terrain and all that sort of thing. Can you help us be faster? Yeah, exactly. Um, What would you, you think about? Skiing us all the piggyback for the next yeah. couple of hundred miles or whatever it is. Maybe we should sweeten the deal and throw something in that we can help with for him. Such as? Yeah. I mean, I'm made of fire. I basically yeah. sh- I promise not to touch him, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could almost, le- you could actually levitate and fly Sasha so he doesn't actually have to carry you necessarily. Not for long. Oh, yeah, true. So what, what would he say to that if we're kind of like, look, this is about helping Kailani, not because we just can't be fucked walking? Um, yeah, roll a persuasion check with advantage. Who's got good persuasion? Uh, oh, I got a net 20. Nice. Okay. Yeah, he says, she magic hold, she important, you important, me help, however me can help. Sweet. Kneel down, bro, we're climbing aboard. <laughs> <laughs> Take a knee. Yeah. All right. Bottom. Bottom left. Uh, yeah, I reckon that. I'm gonna turn into a direwolf and wander <laughs> alongside. Um, just yeah. because it's got, I've got keen hearing and smell as a direwolf, and they're white, so I blend in. Okay. Fair cool. Uh, it, what's your like... speed? Is what's your speed as a direwolf compared to the frost giant speed? That's what I want to know. I've got fifty feet. Um, oh, hang on. I just closed the Frost Giant stats. Yeah, I can look it up. Oh, that's alright. I can bring it up again. Hydron will start making a little sling out of his 50 foot of rope that he can kind of like chuck over his shoulder so he can sit in. Because I'm thinking maybe Kailani can jump up on the shoulder or something like that. So she's kind of up higher and as much protected as possible. Yeah. There's maybe Rad and Kadron, and I'm not sure where, Sasha, you're going to um, attach yourself, but maybe we should be in a position that we can jump down and combat some shit if needs be. Does he feel, like, pain from piercing? Oh, yeah. Well, you're just going to jam I'd, with your claws, aren't you? Yeah, I'm just going to stick my claws in and just... <laughs> <laughs> right to his thigh, eh? <laughs> like an angry kitten. Uh, yeah, he, he has no like, resistances or immunities to piercing. Okay, so. so I won't do that then. I'll just hang on. Okay. Cutely around his neck, like I'm hugging him. <laughs> you go up on one shoulder. Actually, Asha, given that Kay- you've kind of taken Kailani under your wing, maybe one of. She should be on one shoulder and you on the other, so you can kind of keep an eye on her and talk with her and. Yep. Stop. It makes sense. Make sure she doesn't start flying again. 
and Rad, should you and I be on like kind of one hip each, like little huge babies? Uh, yeah, that's that's the only thing that I was imagining. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet, this is perfect. Let's go. Let's do it. Reminds it. me of like Princess Bride when the dude's like lifting yeah. them all up the, the, the Andre the, the giant. Yep, that's it. He's just it. like hauling them. Yep. He only have to carry himself. I have the weight of three men. Yeah. <laughs> um, us and we're off. Okay, yeah. So you continue in this configuration of uh, giant piggybacking. Um, after you know some time, the tongue spell runs out. So like any talk you you did have before, suddenly all you can hear in response is you know giant language. Yeah, look, I'd probably recast it because I got a couple of spell slots. Actually, one okay. more. And it's probably important to be able to speak to him. Okay. I've got yes. first I've got first level comprehend languages too, dude, so I can right. um it's not quite the same as being able to understand him, but I can understand the literal meaning. Not necessarily right. word for word, but yeah. Yeah. I mean I don't know, like if we're just travelling and there's not a lot of conversation, maybe maybe Kondra and I'd say hold it. I'd say hold it. Yeah. Yeah. And if when a giantish is going to indicate that we're going to have a conversation, so cast it then. Yeah, I'd it. say. So, yeah. Because I can't respond with comprehend languages, I can only understand. But right. Yeah, if we need and, um, to, we have that. And um, let's let's also assume that as we get going, Kodron kind of explains that we can communicate through magic and it won't last forever. So he'll yep. know that it's happening. So yeah, that's cool. So we won't won't recast it just yet. Cool. Go. Cool. Um, yeah. So you, you can you just continue. He just big step, big step, big step, big step. Just a right. big giant walking through an icy, snowy landscape. You know that circle that was around us before. Can I tell if anything like that is still with us or somewhere while I'm up there? How far have you gone up, and what 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 did you turn into? I didn't turn oh, into anything. Yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. I was thinking. I was thinking of cloud and his animal shape um i'm just sitting on the giant's shoulders so i was thinking i uh, wondered if it helped perception checks or whatever yeah no um no you can't tell okay you can't you can't tell like what you what you saw when you flew up high um last time and and noticed that there was a huge like circle of no wildlife coming anywhere near you um for miles like you Mm. can't tell that from from just sitting on the giant shoulder okay cool as a direwolf, I have like really strong uh, 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 sense of smell. As a random thing, can I see if the, the, the stone that the giant holds gives off any particular s- smell that would be trackable? That kind of magic, or is that uh, that's it's a stone? <laughs> it's a, it's a stone. But if you, if you nat twenty, I will give the, okay. I'll give this to you. Never mind. I came <laughs> really close with a nineteen, but no. It's a natural seven. Um, <laughs> Two and a Alright, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you start to notice that the terrain um, sl- starts to slope upward a little bit more, and you remember that, that that's kind of what it was like when you were close to the entrance to the fire cave. Um, so you imagine that you're probably not that far from the fire cave slash canyons. And, but then he stops, as if like coming to attention. Yeah. So, uh, Kodron will cast tongues and ask him, why have you stopped? Oh, he needs to take a leak. 
Yeah. Now I'm just wasted my only other spell. Me need drain frozen lizard. Um. <laughs> Wait, is he Australian? Ah, <laughs> oh, I should have called it called it draining the blizzard. <laughs> Damn, there'll be other opportunities <laughs> for sweet puns. Um, so yeah, before you ask him that, um, Cloud, can I get you as your direwolf to roll a perception check with advantage? Sure can. That is uh, 19. Okay. Um, you can smell dwarves nearby and something else. Okay. <clears throat> like a creature or some kind. Or or something big or maybe lots of something small. There's okay. something and there's dwarves. I can't communicate as a wolf. Uh, uh, I'm going to try and move towards what I smell to see if I can... Uh, at least see it. Do that thing. Know what it is. Do that thing where the the dog lets the tail go straight and they point with their foot and they point with their nose at the same time. If you do that, it'd be pretty obvious, I'll right? Just try my be- I'll, tr- I'll try my best to just like convey it in growls and barks. Oh, it's boring. Like, I think Jules. I think Jules is saying like in, in like a cartoon when like a bloodhound turns into a trap. Oh no, I, I, I've, I've seen that Disney movie before. Yes. Um, yeah. Sure. Oh, oh, I'll, I'll bite onto like someone's leg and like pull them in the direction of where I think it is. Bite their leg off and they bleed to death yeah. and you eat their corpse. <laughs> hey! Dwarves got a uh, Dwarves? Got dwarves? No, like... <laughs> Are you moving towards the, the, the dwarf smell or the other thing smell? The other thing smell. Oh, they're not in the same direction? Um, no, the dwarves are sort of like directly north and then the other thing smell sort of Kind of, kind of east, kind of also south, <laughs> kind of west, like you're being surrounded. Okay, question from a rules point of view, DM. Yes. If I yes. cast message, because it says point your finger towards a creature within range and whisper a message, the target hears the message and can reply. Can I whisper at Kadron while he's in direwolf form and him reply? At Cloud. At Cloud, uh, not Kadron. Heightest bastard. Sorry. I'm- I would I would say yes because he still has his consciousness. Cool. So I message and go, "What's up?" We're surrounded. Not good. And I, no. I, what? Don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Okay, and I repeat that. I haven't seen before. I repeat that out yeah. loud fight to everybody. Yeah. So you you said you walk towards whatever it is. Do you go east, south, or west? Uh east, slowly and stealthily. Cool. Roll me stealth. Okay, no whammies. Twelve. Okay, you're kind of stealthy. Um, but so, what color is your fur as a direwolf? Uh, white, I would imagine. That's you got white. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so you you blend in with the snow quite well, but you know you're, you're leaving footprints. You're making a bit of uh, like warm breath puffs coming out. Can I pass pass without a trace on myself? I can re- never remember in, in, in wild shape form. Oh, oh uh. I thought you couldn't cast spells spell once you like were wild shaped. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good. It's because of somatic. Anyway, my wild shape probably doesn't have that much time left. I'm going to drop wild shape, cast pass without a trace on everyone. Okay. And then try and figure it out. That gives you plus ten to stealth, and I will. Okay. Roll stealth yeah. again. <laughs> Fourteen. Yep. So that's with a plus ten. Yeah, I rolled a two. <laughs> How far away are you um, right now? 
I'm not going far. I'm just trying to see if I can get visual. Yeah, I'm just trying okay. to make sure you stay within 120 foot because I can message you then. Cool. I mean, if we're talking that close, we are like perched around a 25 foot tall giant. So if something's only a few hundred feet away, it's going to yeah. see the giant. Yeah. If you go um, to that sort of perimeter, you don't actually see anything. You just see the icy white landscape as usual. Okay. I'll ask the giant um, if he senses anything. Uh, he's not under the tongue spell. He yeah, just, we haven't he, cast it yet. I mean, he 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 obviously sensed something. Like he stopped. Yeah, so, I think. But uh, he's just kind I, of looking I, around I nervously. Jump down and just get ready. Yeah. So the giant is just sort of looking around as if like he feels there's something. Maybe it's the dwarves. Maybe it's something else. But he doesn't know what. He's just sort of like assessing his surroundings. So the disturbance in the box. Yeah. Kygon's going to cast Mage Armor on himself because that's what he does. Okay. Yep. And jump down. Sasha casts Mage um, Armor on Kalani. I cast Guidance on everyone. Man. Okay, who is still riding on... Me and Kalani um, are still up on the okay. shoulders, which is why I just tapped Kalani on yeah. the okay. shoulder to cast Brand Mage Armor. No, nah, I'm still on him. <laughs> So Kalani's base AC is 13 plus dex now. Okay, so yeah, Makariri sort of like, he he sort of rolls his shoulders as if to gently suggest that he's trying to get you off of him. I figure that out and climb down and tell Kalani to climb down. Yeah, so you like slide down his back and do the sweet move down the back of his knees like Fred Flintstone quitting work. Um, (laughs) I whip onto Sora's neck. Nice. Yeah, and he pulls the giant um, double-headed axe off of his back and takes like a defensive pose. Rad's still like cuddling up. And no, I jump off <laughs> and I pull out a sword. Yeah. I feel like some, some shit's going down. Um, yeah, okay, I, every... I don't have his crossbow out, but also his casting hand ready. Um, like, everybody roll perception. Ooh. Ooh. Sorry. 17. 19. Um, 23. Jesus. That rolled real well. Yeah. 20. Okay, well, yeah, everyone, um, including Makarini, um, you all got rolled over a 15. So um, you all turn and in different directions you see coming out of the snow in um, like thousands upon thousands of ice methods like what you were ambushed by uh, a few nights ago or the night before um, that, that was that was 40 odd I think um, so this is a whole army and even a few um, a few dozen ice golems as well this huge like basically giants made of ice a few dozen a few dozen of those and a few thousand ice go- uh, ice methods all what sort of stuff are they? they are at um, like maybe five six hundred feet but then they like they close it as if they are coming closer and closer and closer but they're the same color as the landscape so the sort of blending in and they're surrounding you can see the north where the uh, it look, yeah right. it looks like all directions but north okay guys should we try and retreat to the north to get closer to the dwarves who maybe won't try and fuck us up I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Um, 
There's thousands of these fuckers, isn't there? Yeah. It's a lot. I've got one fireball, so if they get close, that technically could do a fair bit of damage, but it's not going to do fuck all against dozens of ice golems, so... A straight up fight is not going to be ideal. Yeah, um, um, even with Makarati. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, can you you, you fly Kalani out here? Kalani can actually fly herself because she learned it off me. Yeah, but she's also a Moran, so. No, I know, I'm just, but I'm just saying, I, yeah. I was thinking. She's an I was thinking that myself. Um. Makadiri, he puts his axe into one hand and he holds out his stone in the other and he turns to you and sort of like desperately like shoves it in your faces like he's trying to tell you something about the stone okay You're like he's like shoving it to, to one of you and then then another of you like this it's like okay kind of take the stone he, he doesn't he, he doesn't let you have it he's just trying to tell you something about stones yeah. i it's miss like, it like, i like, i miss the gem straight away i miss the gem I use message and I say, "What is it?" Can he respond, not knowing your language? I don't know. I imagine it's probably only the language that they can speak that they can speak. Actually, that's probably a good point. It doesn't actually say. No, it doesn't. Just a, what a creature within range, and just there are things that stop it, like a foot of stone or magical but silence. It doesn't say that that changes the language, so that probably doesn't actually work. So just ignore me. I mean, I, Craig can, Craig I can just cast language. I would right? personally yeah, rule no. Yeah, thinking okay, about so it. Look, Kydron will cast tongues, so he was trying to hold that spell because he's got um, no other yeah. thing cast fireball. But this is important, so he'll cast tongues to communicate with um, Makaridi and say, "What is it, my friend?" Yeah. So, so he he was sort of he was at that point that he you cast the spell and he could now understand you he was sort of shoving the his crystal in Rad's face um, and then he and he sort of turns back to you Kaidron and he says me stone say need you stone now okay sweet Rad, Rad pull grab, it out. The, grab the stone we got it out I'm holding it up to his stone and we're yeah. gently rubbing <laughs> and then he sort it's of kept the planet of stones <laughs> And I'm like, sort of and I, I go, I go, pray to be Freyland that this works. <laughs> yeah, oh, <what> <laughs> he then he stops and stands upright, and just sort of stands still, as if entranced by something. He's just standing oh, he there holding the stone. stone or are the stones, you know, in communion now, or what's the scenario with the stones? He's just standing there holding his one in his hand, like he was, like he has lots of times and, and red you're holding our stone touching his stone yeah as close as possible but uh, he's like a real big dude so if he moves a little bit we're no longer close you're like jumping around underneath with our stone yeah, yeah. Um, at this rate of the people approaching how much time do we have before they get to us not um, you'd estimate maybe you've got like a minute like they're not okay. they're not race they're not racing in but they are just like closing in like like um, you'd approach uh, like a guaranteed kill just like, sure. I got this. Go. Um, and, yeah, and so he just stands there, just dumbly, just holding his stone for a while, and then he, he nods and says, here, and he just holds his stone out and gives it to just whoever's closest to him. I grab it. Yeah. 
Okay, Sasha, immediately you... It's not so much words, but there's a feeling of um, like you being influenced and, and told what you need to do. And you get this feeling of like these people with you are part of your family. And, and you feel like a connection to Makariri and to his fire giant people and to the people of the Lokri in the jungle. And, the, and to the people... Oh yeah, I said fire giant, didn't I? Yeah, I was confused there for a oh, second. Yeah. I was I was writing something today about fire giants and I got confused. No, um, and yeah, you feel a connection to his people and to the jungle Lockery people and to the Hearthome people, um, and you suddenly you get just this idea, like rushing into you of like all the connections you've made in your life and like the the wider community that is is a part of who you are, and there's all sort of yes. In that moment, can Sasha feel the original world that she was? Mm put in the one that she was ah, teleported ah, out of aha yes let me tell you about that you feel a rush of um like it's, it's it's all feelings and like flashes of pictures in your mind and you 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 see um yes your old adventuring party from the world that you were just like brought out of ripped out of forcibly. yeah um, but you also see all the connections you made in your life in that world and going back to like the orphanage you were raised in and things like that and you also see and feel briefly an elf man and an elf woman looking over you as you're a baby. Oh. So mm. you feel the connection of the parents that you had. Holy shit. It's like um, a serious but, moment for Sasha. <laughs> yeah, so all of that rushes into you all at once as just this compound feeling in like a second. Um, but then it all points at Cloud. And it tells you Cloud needs. Father. It says Cloud needs the stone. Yeah, with the power of that moment running through her, she would probably just rush to Cloud and put it in his hands and close both of his hands over it. Not really even explain. Just like, yeah. you have to hold this, you know. Does your hands? Isn't he still a doggy? I. Uh, no, 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 I turned back. No, no, he dropped it. So I just. I don't say anything, Cloud. I just run up to you, grab your hands, and press the stone into your hands and just look at you. Well, Cloud was just preparing to cast Cool Lightning, so his hands would have been up in like an arcane kind of thing. So, yeah, what <laughs> happens? I bizarrely just start holding the stone and look at you confused. Like, I was casting Lightning, and I didn't think I cast Stone in Hand. <laughs> <laughs> just the stone just appears. Like, it's okay, ruined this, this amazing moment for I'm- Sasha with a stupid pun. Cause I'm, cause I'm waiting, I'm waiting for you to feel it, you know, like I don't want to ruin it cause I don't know if you're going to feel the same connections that I felt, but I don't want to ruin it for you. So I'm just holding it, remembering how that felt like, I yeah. look at the stone, look at Sasha, glance back at the hordes of things coming towards us. Yeah. So yeah. In that moment that you touched the stone, you, you have the same thing, that same feeling rushing at you of family and all the connections that you've made and, and you, you know you see and of course Makariri the frost giant and you also see his frost giant family that you haven't even met but like you feel the connection uh, as well as the jungle people and all the all the connections including the um, the bride that you almost married in the world that you were in before you got forcibly brought to Iceland as well Ooh. and the adventuring party that you had when you arrived and things like that um, that all rushes to you and then the stone just tells you um, everything depends on you and the dreamer. 
and then right. it's all that all just rushes it, that's just one feeling in a second doesn't explain what the dreamer is so, so um, Cloud starts to cry seeing his, his wife um, in his mind uh, Sasha starts and- to cry in response to him crying because she's still <laughs> holding your hands thinking about her parents yeah. that she felt like red goes like this Mm. Um, Kydron's then, expecting that we're about to have a massive battle so he might try and cast enlarge on Makariri make him a fucking super giant <laughs> <laughs> I love it I don't even care if that is how the spell works that that happens <laughs> you, and then, you're um, really a diversify your portfolio kind of guy are you? <laughs> I think also in a bit of fury at seeing his wife um, Cloud will cast cool lightning and what right with it. me in front of him no, no, like over top of where these some of these things are coming towards us, just angrily call clouds to rain lightning down upon people. Right, who's got the rope? Okay, you jump, describe the way your cool lightning spell works. Um, well, essentially, if there's already a storm in uh, in range, I take control of that storm. Otherwise, my eyes just go stark white, the same color as my hair, uh, like Storm and X Men, and I just call and summon the powers of nature to aid me. And then it's a 60-foot radius centered on a point. All hell breaks loose in a lightning storm. So these things are that close to us now? Um, So what was that range, sorry? The range is 120 feet. 120, Uh, yeah. I'd say they're still still outside of that range. Like I said, they're closing in quite slowly. Okay. Um, But you can certainly create, like, a very intimidating... I I, I keep it going, so, yeah, I can just cast it over there and have it going toward them. Or the moss yeah. coming closer. Okay, cool. So, still yeah, Rad is still just standing there holding the the purple crystal, and Kailani is just in the middle of this, like looking around, just dumbstruck. She's like, like we're surrounded. There's you guys are crying. That guy's holding the purple thing. What the hell is going on? There's now a fifty foot tall giant there. <laughs> yeah, the giant just doubled in size. This is insane. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I'm like, didn't you feel it? Like as I'm crying and I'm trying to, yeah. She's like, feel, feel what? I don't feel anything. But she, she's, she's, um, she starts crackling some lightning in her hand though. Give it a stand. Give it a stand. Wait, yeah. did she have a stand? You've, you've got the the purple yeah. stone. Yeah, give it the other one. The make your friend cry stone. <laughs> Do you say that? Yeah. Uh, who's I, got it? Have you still I, got it? I still got it. I'll used both I'll, your hands to lightning, didn't you? I can do it with one hand. I'll hand the stone back to Sasha. She, I think she's got a better attunement to it than I do. I feel like we're all taking a, a hit off of the stone. Yeah, but so that doesn't Sasha's, make any Sasha's, sense. The stone literally told you it all depends on you and the dreamer, and you went, huh, this doesn't really talk to me. Lightning. Yeah, Sasha, <laughs> Sasha, no, no, no. I, I saw what I wanted to tell me. Yeah, I'm Sasha gets, trying to keep these things at bay. Sasha gets the stone back in her hand and um, so that, that get... she's she's still got that feeling of connection, like that didn't go away. Yeah. Um, give, uh, the the um, pinkish stone that Rad's holding. Gotta give him that one. Give who that one? Wait, what? Cloud. Okay. Why Cloud on that one? Oh, just, just, Is that stone we all stone? saw in a dream? Are we just gonna try all the stones on Cloud? Pretty much. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, well, um, uh, Rand, Rand walks over to Cloud and said, uh, uh, take a hit off of this. Fondle. Uh-huh. I just hand, hand it to him. 
Um, okay. okay, so that it takes two hands to hold it. So do you drop your lightning spell? Uh, it's verbal and somatic to conjure it, but I don't know if I have to keep the hands going to to keep it going because it just it runs as long as I can keep it up, which is ten minutes. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. Okay. So you take yeah you take the the giant purple crystal in your hands, and as soon as it is in like it's safely in your hands, it so it was already like a nice purplish amethyst type of color before. Yeah. It glow it glows a very bright purplish pink, like a neon color pink, okay. which the others haven't seen it do that before. And then suddenly everything goes really dark, like it suddenly becomes nighttime out of nowhere, even though it's yeah. like the middle of the afternoon. Um, your lightning is like flashing brightness into the sky, into the night sky. But other than that, everything's dark. Like you can't see the snow things, the ice things, or anything. Um, but then coming f- um, toward you from the north is something blue and yellow and purple and like very bright and colorful. I glance around oh. at everyone else to make sure that they're seeing the same things that I'm seeing. Did I look say- confused? At- yeah, yeah. I just yeah. He's I'm still standing right in front of you, like like tears I'm- still on my cheeks. Yeah, she still has to like- hold hands and shit. Kaidron's probably still shitting it about all these things coming, so he'd be probably trying to get Kailani to enlarge Rad as well. Do you? I'm like, do you know what to do? Do you know what to do? The stone told me to give it to you. To the rest of you, you did not see it turn to night. It's still daylight to you. you, So I'm asking Sasha, I'm saying, do you see the black No! No, I don't no! Do you know what to do? Um, I'm gonna ask the stone what it wants. I'm pulling um, my sword out. Yeah. yeah. It, so it you... does. Yeah, so the rest of you are like preparing to battle these things that are getting closer. Yeah. Can Kydron get Kailani to cast a large on red? So we have some she... more. I'm asking yeah. Cloud, what did it say? What did it say? Yeah. She, uh, hang on, Kailani says, uh, I can try. That looks like fun. And let me just try and roll for her. Oh, she does not. She puts her hands on Rad and like goes like enlarge, and nothing happens. Oh, no. Rad, Rad feels like a tingle go through his body, but that's it. <sighs> I'm still asking Cloud. What did you? What did it say? I, I, I said said nothing, but the sky. Uh, what did the other stone the... say? What did the other stone say? The, it told me to give dreamer. it to you. It, they it said it rested upon me, and I had to find the dreamer. The dreamer, I don't. It could be, but it's a butterfly. Do they mean Freyland? Do they mean the? Because I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, ur- like urgently yelling at him because I'm aware that there's like people behind us, and I'm trying to get him to figure out what the fuck the message is. I'm like, do they mean Freyland? Freyland, the dreamer. You know, the dream goddess. I start uh, walking. To- I start walking towards the blue yellow light that I saw to see if I can see it any clearer. As you focus on it, and you start, like, you take a few steps in its direction, it, you notice that it is getting closer to you at a very, very fast rate. Okay. I cast um, Speak with Animals on myself, just in case it's an animal. Um, okay. And I cast Bark Skin on myself as well, in case it's an enemy. Yeah, so it is plowing towards you, like, hundreds of miles an hour. It is, like, a mo- it is a highway of whatever it is. I will then use my last first level spell slot to try and cast uh, Fairy Fire on it. Okay. 
Yeah, um, as so it, it lights up and I can see it better. Yeah, as it gets closer, you see that it is, in fact, it is a huge, like thick column of millions of blue and purple and yellow butterflies. Okay, um, I turn to Sasha and say, uh, "Butterfly, uh, the butterflies, the dream, the butterflies. There's a swarm." Freeland, Freeland, the butterflies, Freeland, and she's just yelling at him because she's very conscious of the shit behind her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the others can't see it. It's still daylight, and they are still just. I'm focusing. I'm I'm just looking at Cloud. Cloud is just like looking at me, asking me shit. I'm just looking at Cloud, trying to go I figure this out, running. bitch. <laughs> I start running towards the butterflies. Uh, yep. So they um they basically reach you, and it looks as if they're going to plow into you, but instead they hit an invisible wall and shoot upwards. Then they start spiraling around and around and around into like a very very tall cylinder like launching up into the sky like a tower it's pretty familiar yeah which so the others we can't see this still though yeah. the others uh, saw right. that in a dream and they can't see that now so we did tell him about the dream so he knows that he went inside the tower how much detail did you tell him about the dream everything oh so you described the whole yeah, dream we, in full. We, okay yeah 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 in that case yeah cloud you will remember that this is what the others dreamed about right um, does my speak with animal spell if I ask the butterflies what is the purpose why are you here does that does that do anything uh, yeah you can you can ask that I mean they are animals and you get a response of uh, thousands upon thousands of tiny voices all just saying um, only you can open the door right and okay. that, yeah you just hear that over and over and over again as they spin and spin and spin past you to see at the door only you can open the door the door only you can open the door should I open the fucking door bro? yeah um, I'm going to try and see if I can use one of the stones to try and open I have a stone in each hand and try and use them to uh, open a, a portal or a rift or some kind of too heavy to see a door no no yeah, so you're still yeah you're still holding the the purple crystal and it's it, it's sort of throbbing glowing like on and off on and off and the butterflies you notice that the number starts to dwindle like it went like it's halved and then halved again and then halved again and then halved again until they're not there anymore but you can still see sort of the shape of the outline of the cylinder that they were making okay as if as if they made something that's now there. Turn the okay. stone! Turn the stone that's like a I'm, doorknob! That's what I'm doing, yeah. Okay. I try and try and use it to open a rip. Yep. So, um, a portal on the front of this invisible cylinder opens up, and you see inside, like a pretty standard inside a castle, like stone circular tower with a stairway, a spiral staircase that just goes up and up and up and up and up and up and up. And up beyond what you can see I run inside and start climbing they rode the frost giant Makariri Uh, Cloud used the dream heart to attract a horde of butterflies who then transformed into an invisible tower what's going to happen when the frozen army gets closer Find out on the next exciting episode of The Fate of Ison. <laughs> what a nerd.
A huge thank you to our Patreon supporters, Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blyser, Sajaya Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Afamata, Sam Malcolm, Kydron Faust, Lauren Flake, Kai Love, and Rihanna Kavelsik. You are the wind beneath our wings. You are the wind in the sky. You are the wind whistling through a tunnel. I think what I'm trying to say is you are the wind. So keep that up. That's pretty sweet. And don't forget to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Those are all at fateofison. Uh, or email fateofison at gmail.com if you've got something to say. Or head to the Necropodicon Network Discord server uh, to chat with us in real time. There's a link on our website, fateofison.com. So head along there and uh, typey-typey, chatty-chatty. Say hey. We'll say hey. And then you'll be like, what's up? And we'll be like, nothing. What's up with you, homie? And that's kind of how conversation works. Uh, all right. I'm blathering now. See you later, everybody. Thanks for listening. Finger guns. Do you like creativity? Do you like bad creativity? Then have we got a podcast for you. I'm Emily Holman. I'm Erica Scott. And Grow Out of It is a podcast about laughing at, learning from, and loving our creative childhood selves. Join us as we read and review the embarrassing fiction we wrote in our youth and totally make fun of how bad it is. We've got warrior cats. We've got vampires. We've got assassins. We've got shitty romances. If you want cringy stories, check out Grow Out of It on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Necropodicon Network.